It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Let's welcome tonight's guest. He must be made of magnets because he's so damn attractive. Author of Don't Burn This Book, creator and host of The Rubin Report, Dave Rubin. He's got a kind face, the kind that scares people. Writer and comedian Joe DeVito. Her mind is as sharp as her bony little elbows. Host of Sincerely Cat on Fox Nation, Cat Timph. And he'd give you the shirt off his back, which you can use as a car cover. My massive sidekick and host of Nuff Set on Fox Nation, Tyrus. All right. Dave, has Trump done anything that isn't worse than Watergate? Greg, I wasn't sure, so I did a little research before we started the show today. Yes. And according to everything I could find online, <laughs> Google, everywhere, we used to all be for peace in the Middle East. That was a thing that we all wanted. Didn't matter if you were a Republican or a Democrat, a lefty, a righty, conservative, liberal. Did not matter. We all wanted peace in the Middle East. Now we're actually getting it. And somehow, because it comes from the orange man with the weird hair and the tweets. Now it's not so great anymore. I mean, your, your, your monologue today was really fantastic because you're hitting it. The media does not want, does not know what to do anymore because he's doing all the things that everyone always said they wanted, but it's the guy that they all hate doing it and he's just got them freaking flipping their wigs at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, Joe, it's true. It's like, they would rather just prefer to have war than peace if the peace is ushered in by somebody they can't stand. <laughs> oh, absolutely. They'll never give him credit for anything. And Dave's right. I actually did more research. I even went to ask Jeeves to do some research. <laughs> and Donald Trump, not only is he uh, nominated for a peace prize, he's going to be the only one who's nominated for a peace prize, nominated for two Emmys and in the WWE Hall of Fame. So in your face, Dalai Lama. <laughs> Well, when they gave the, the Peace Prize to Obama, he, he was getting his diploma on the first day of school, and he followed that up with all kinds of drone strikes. He, he did not get us out of anything that you could remotely consider uh, peaceful. So mm -hmm. give Trump credit, and, and they refused to do it. And, and to even, to, you know, when you mentioned about this Watergate cover-up nonsense, yeah, remember the Watergate cover-up when Nixon gave that interview in the middle of it? <laughs> He's not covering up anything. Yes. I don't know, Kat. Um, do you think that Trump has a chance this time, or is it going to go to Greta Thunberg? <laughs> Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg, yeah. I don't know. I mean, Obama got one before he did anything, and then he didn't do anything. Uh, it's almost like you shouldn't give preemptive awards. But I do want to say, Greg, I sort of disagreed with your monologue maybe a little bit. And I'm okay. not saying that because I'm scared of you or I don't have confidence in my own brain, because I do. Because... Um, I, I'm bothered by the fact that he downplayed the virus, but you were so correct to point out he's hardly the first politician, person in an influential role to do something like that. All of them have done it, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's wrong, though. It upsets me. I don't want a person in a position of power to hide things from me to make me feel better because I don't want I don't want to be feeling better if the only reason I'm feeling better is my own ignorance. Right. I think we should get all the facts. And even if we freak out, if we decide we want to feel better by making ourselves dumb, there's always you know, drinking, 
Yes, that's true. Uh, two points, Cat. Uh, uh, a, uh, you just don't want to feel good, so you prefer the bad news, and two, you're fired. I'm fired. Oh, yes. well. I had a longer run than I thought I would. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to look at it. We have a cardboard box with all of your knickknacks from your office outside the studio. Boy, uh, we'll I feel have, bad we'll, for whoever had to go through that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, Tyrus, would you ever accept the offer for Bob Woodward to write about you? I don't I think that's, I, that is insane to me. Yeah, Okay, well, first of all, uh, yeah, I would, because our interview would be a lot different. Yes. Okay, and I would have had one of my homies in the room with me just kind of staring at him the whole time before he asked me a question. Why the hell are you talking alone with these people, Mr. President? How many many books do you need before you go, hey, I'm going to stop giving these damn interviews to these people? But to go back to your point about not getting a Nobel Prize, so what, bro? Welcome to the club. We've been the number one show on cable TV for four years. We can't get a damn Emmy. That's we can't true. get a nomination. That's I've been on this show for over four years. I've been tweeted by the damn president for my jokes. And it's still this week's guest, Tyrus. Where's the great Gutfeld show with Tyrus? Yeah, you know guests. what I'm saying? I'm still <laughs> yes. a guest. I'm still a guest. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm literally... So I get it, bruh. It sucks to not be appreciated for the work. You're not getting the Nobel Peace Prize. We're not getting Emmys. Do you know what an Emmy does for me? And as far as the WWE Hall of Fame, he only had one match, Mr. McMahon. I had like 300. Where's mine? You know what I'm saying? It just just drives me crazy. You know, to quote the VP, come on, man. All right. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. The rules just got stricter if you want to win Best Picture. The Motion Picture Academy just announced new diversity rules for films to be eligible for Best Picture as a response to criticism over a perceived lack of minority and female representation among nominees. Going forward, movies must include underrepresented groups on screen within themes of the story, creative leadership behind camera, as well as internships, marketing, and promotions. The Academy says the new standards won't take effect until 2024, but it's already got us thinking about how some classic movies might be remade in the future. For example... Jaws will now be played by Kevin Hart. Brilliant. And the new Rambo, of course, Caitlyn Jenner. And in the next installment of Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy Krueger will be played by Dana Perino. Of course, she's really just playing herself. Horrible person. Tyrus, you're the actor here. Um, What do you make of this? Apparently, I got more work. (laughs) So... (laughs) You know, uh, I make that joke, but I'm going to be honest with you, man. I I just... It's laced with polite racism and I hate it and <laughs> yeah. here's why uh, there's the horrible feeling that I've experienced in my lifetime where the color of my skin has cost me a job right we're not gonna hire you etc cetera, etc cetera, because basically we don't hire brothers right mm-hmm. the only thing worse than that is we hired you because we had to have a brother yeah we had to have a black guy in there it's not your skill set it's not your comedy it's not your abilities it's we need a, we had a need to fill so you're going to be our random black guy in this movie thanks man you made it congratulations uh and then on top of that we're going to give you an award for it mm-hmm. so that'll be sit that's the one award i don't want you know and we we they just don't get it you know yes. what i'm saying they don't get it yeah and they don't want to get it they think you can clear up the way you've treated groups of people in Hollywood by saying, hey, guess what we're going to do? Now we're just going to give you stuff. Instead of acknowledging that we had a culture of systemic racism and sexism in Hollywood done by overprivileged wealthy people, liberals, mm-hmm. that were doing too much and supporting guys like Epstein and et cetera, and we apologize for that. And mm-hmm. going forward, we're not going to allow these things. No, no. Those things never happened. Yeah. 
And what we're going to do now is we're going to make sure y'all get a job. Yeah. They're all good. Yeah. You know, uh, Dave, what's unfair is there's no longer going to be like a criteria for really handsome guys like you and me. I know it sucks, man. We're, we're out. Just we're when, out. Just when I got an Emmy, which is right above me over here. The other part that's really good on this is uh, that they included uh, deaf people or people hard of hearing as an oppressed group, but they did not include blind people. And it's just like I would love to be in the meeting where they decided that. Like, that how, is a good- how sorry, blind people, you're not as oppressed as the deaf people. <laughs> that's incredible. I would love to be a fly on that wall. Mm, Joe, what are your thoughts? This shows you the nonsense. You can't treat human beings like it, it's Pokemon and you want to collect and <laughs> check off little boxes here. It, it's not how you create art. And even to look at, if you look at the nominees from last year, Little Women, very gender binary, discriminates yeah. uh, against taller women. Mm-hmm. And the, the best picture was Parasite. Everyone in it is Korean. If we went by Ivy League rules, that, that movie never would have been made. <laughs> Good points. So, I think what Hollywood needs to do is to stop worrying about this stuff and why don't they go behind the scenes and clear out their culture of of rapists and pedophiles. Then they can worry if they have enough hearing impaired uh, aboriginal hairstylists. That is not their concern at the moment. (laughs) Last word, Kat. I think we're all forgetting that every truly revolutionary work of art has been created because a panel of elitist rich snobs dictated to the artist exactly what had to be in it, right? It's where the truly groundbreaking stuff comes from. That's the problem though, right? Because it's great to be inclusive. It's great to have art out there that examines uh, you know, underrepresented groups. We can have those conversations. This isn't going to encourage that. This is going to encourage, if not demand, BS. Because you might get your movie about your, you know, lesbian, transgender, refugee of color who's deaf. But there's not going to be any honest conversation about any of that, any examination of that at all, because it didn't come from that. It came from trying to fill a quota. Yeah. How are you going to fill a quota with monster movies? Like, if you ever do The Mummy, is The Mummy got to be also something else? Does Frankenstein's monster also have to be something else? Yes, Tyrus? Yeah, uh, I'll play The Mummy, then you got a black mummy, and then I'll play Frankenstein, <laughs> you got a black Frankenstein, so it's, we're all good, we're beautiful. We're there awesome. you go. I'll accept that award, I'll take it. Problem solved. All right, thanks to Dave Rubin, Joe DeVito, Cat Tip, and Tyrus. I'm Greg Unfold, I love you, America. Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. Whether stocks are hitting new all-time highs or in freefall mode, opportunities abound. So why are so many potential investors still sitting on the sidelines? In a new season of my podcast, I'm going to get you in the game. After 38 years on Wall Street, I'm ready to impart some lessons and get you invested in the greatest wealth generating machine in history. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.